Well, we finished several weeks ago, I finished the series, uh, communion meditation series from Ephesians chapter 4, and I'd like to start a new series now. And uh, the first verse, we're going to look at Romans 15, 13. We're going to just read one verse. Hear the word of God, which is a blessing. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. O oh Lord, open our hearts again to receive your word. May it come in power by the Spirit. Lord, conform us to the image of Christ and prepare us for fellowship with you at your table. For we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, as I mentioned, this is going to be a new series. I don't know how long it will last, but I've had this on my mind for some time, and um, I'm going to call it Blessings and Benedictions. There are many blessings in Scripture um, and benedictions. Uh, The most well-known one, I believe you all know and could probably recite, uh, it's the Aaronic blessing in Numbers chapter 6, verses 22 through 26. And I'd like to read that because it is really foundational for all blessings and the reason why we we give those and benedictions. And it says, verse 22 begins, Numbers chapter 6, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel, and I will bless them. It's an amazing promise. Amazing promise from God as we are essentially praying as he's commanded us to and as we're blessing uh, each other. So this is an invocation by uh, the leaders of the church, an invocation by the command of the Lord that we are to bless the members of of the flock. We're to bless the members of the church. And the Lord promises to bless them as we do this. But today I'd like to start, as I mentioned, from Romans 15, verse 3. Probably the next time, Lord willing, I will look at another blessing that is also in Romans 15, verse 5. But today, Romans 15, 13. So it begins, may the God of hope. Our God is the source of all blessing, of course, and of all hope, all true hope, all living hope. And it is good for us to pray the names as we see here. We're talking about the God of hope. We are praying to the God of hope. And it's important, I believe, to pray the names of God, the character uh, of our God when we're coming to him and asking of him. Matthew Henry said of this verse, he said, God is the foundation on which our hope is built, and he is the builder who himself raises it or builds it up. He builds up our, our hope. He is both the object of our hope and the author of it. So he's the object of our hope. He is our hope. And he is also the author of it. He began it in us through the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, Psalm 119.49, it says, David said, Remember the word to your servant, upon which you have caused me to hope. So David is clearly saying uh, that the word is his hope. God and his word is, is David's hope. We know the God of hope and the promises which give us hope from his word. We only know the God of hope through his word and um, and the promises of God. And then in 1 Peter 1, 3, uh, we know that our Lord Jesus bought this hope. So the cost of this eternal hope was great. 1 Peter 1, 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. So we have a living hope. We have an eternal hope because of the resurrection. 
which is promised also to us. We have a living hope, and we have a present hope, and eternal hope. Psalm 42, 11 talks about someone, it appears, who was discouraged and depressed, who would appear to have lost hope. And uh, then he started speaking to himself, and he said, Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? So he's upbraiding himself in a sense. And then he said, Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. What else could he do? He said, well, I'm, I'm down. I don't know, you know, why am I so cast down? And there may be many people in this time that we're living in who feel this way. But we know the God of hope. We know the God of hope. Praise God. And, and in our covenant, prom covenant promises this morning, several times, we read and we sang uh, from Lamentations 3, verses 22 and 23. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. Because he is our portion, we have an eternal hope. He should always be our portion. There are many things we can maybe try to make our portion, but he is our portion. So we should never lose hope. And so this verse, this blessing this morning begins by reminding us of the attributes of him to whom we are making this request. We're making this request to the God of hope. <clears throat> and then this blessing tells us some specifics that we are able to pray to the God of hope. This is a blessing and a prayer that Paul wrote and gave uh, to the Roman church. And all the leaders of the church are to pray in this way, as, they saw, as we saw in number six. And we're to pray it privately, we're to pray it publicly. Paul is asking here that the Lord would fill them, fill the Romans, fill them with all joy and peace in believing, the Roman believers. So he's asking them to be filled. Romans 14, 17 says, For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. And two of those we are looking at here, peace and joy. The kingdom of God is not eating and drinking. It's not just doing certain things according to certain regulations. But he's saying the kingdom of God is righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. That's what it means to be kingdom people, I believe. And we will be filled with joy and with peace as we are filled with the Holy Spirit. So the filling of the Holy Spirit, the life lived in the Spirit, should be sought after, of course. Uh, it should be prayed for, uh, and it comes through faith and believing which also is the gift of God. It's the grace of God. And so we will be praying for this filling as we partake of this communion with the Lord this morning. And then last, the result of praying in faith, believing to the God of hope, in other words, trusting in him, um, that we should pray that we would be filled with joy and with peace, that it will be an abounding hope. And I think this word is key here. It talks about an abounding hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. This is a supernatural hope. This isn't just the run-of-the-mill hope here. This is an overflowing kind, you know. That kind of hope impacts people all around us. And it says that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So it's not just a bit of hope. It's not just, a, uh, just enough to uh, survive or get by kind of hope. It's not that at all. It's a hope that is abounding and will influence many others around us. May it be so from this congregation. May we be noted as a people of hope. And this is a hope that overwhelms any darkness. It overwhelms any discouragement. It overwhelms any hopelessness that you may be feeling right now. And this is only by the Holy Spirit and only by the God of hope. 
And so, brothers and sisters, this would be an excellent prayer to memorize and to pray regularly for each other, especially as we all face times of stress. Pray this prayer for your brothers and sisters that they would have this kind of hope. And may we be the light uh, that we are meant to be to those around us outside of the body of Christ, outside of this body, so they will turn to the God of hope. They will see our joy and peace and, and our hope. And then they may come to us and then we will be able to explain the reason for the hope that they see within us. May that be so also. And so we see here a relationship with joy and peace and hope. Indeed, what joy can there be unless you are walking in hope? And what peace can there be if you are not walking in hope with the God of hope? Joy and peace come from the hope we have because of the spirit of the God of hope who dwells in us. And so as we participate in the table of the Lord now, we are coming to the God of hope. Remember who we are coming to. We are coming to the God of hope. And we're coming believing we must come to the table in faith that we can be filled by his grace with joy and with peace and an abounding hope through the Holy Spirit. And so as I will do through this series, I'd like to end and then pray, but I'd like to end by blessing you. So receive this blessing from the Lord God to you. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Oh Lord, you are indeed the God of hope. And so we rejoice now in coming to you and to your table to be reminded of the great hope that we have through the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we do ask, Father, together that we would be filled with joy and filled with peace by the means of grace that you've given to us in your word and in the sacraments and in prayer. Oh Lord, make us to be those who abound in hope. And then in our overflow, Lord, to point others to you as their only hope. Oh Lord, fill us with the spirit of hope now so that by your power in us, you will be praised and you will be glorified for your faithful love. For we ask this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. Amen.